Welcome to Season 2 of Resting Glitchface, a Shadowrun actual play. This is Shannon. I'm playing Eris. Hi, this is Sid, and I'm playing Jet. This is Dot. I'm playing Binary. This is Maddie. I'm playing Collateral. And my name is Eric, the Game Master. Some of the following content is not suitable for all audiences. So where we left off was you had gotten the information that Azalea's dock wagon signal, it was reported that it went dark at the North City stack. Yep. Claude is on his way and you were like, okay, well, I'm on my way too. Yeah. So are you going to meet with Claude or are you going in on your own? I'll call Claude on the way over. All um, right. So you're calling Claude? Yeah. All right. Picks up on the first ring. He says... Can't talk right now, little girl. I'm on the way some. Yeah, I think I'm on the way there, too, to get Azalea. That would be a very, very bad idea. Yeah, I I know, but, like, Azalea's in trouble. Okay. Um, Your dad is sending me to go and get her. Well, Mom called me to go and get her, so... So they're not talking to each other again. Mom knew you were on the way. She said that you were So also... she's sending you because she doesn't trust me? Uh, dude, I don't know. <laughs> All right, are we meeting up? Or are you? Uh, what are you going to do there, champ? Uh, what's your What's your ETA? Uh, we can meet up. I'm already there. Oh, then I'll be there in like time amount of time, time amount. Yeah. <laughs> are you go going? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Don't pull up here in a go go. Ah, uh, of course not. All right. Just tell me where your Gogo's dropping you off. I'll meet you there. I tell him. Okay. All right. So Gogo drops you off about six blocks away in a – it was like an old commuter parking lot or something. And it's mostly just overgrown with weeds and looks like it. at one time it had been like maybe a, a homeless camp or something like that because there's all kinds of stuff all, all over the ground. And you see a van sitting there, not the limo, a van. I see you. Your go-go's driverless? Yeah. Okay. I see you. I'm in the van. Okay. I get in the van. Okay. Van door opens. The side door kind of goes, <laughs> slides open for you to get in. And, you know, it's like a, a step van. So it's a pretty decent sized van. And as you get in, you realize that there's a seat in there, but there's not much room for anything else. And you don't even see Claude. Okay. And he says, go ahead and have a seat. And the seat just kind of goes, zzz, pivots so you can sit down. Okay. And he says. Um, I know how rigor things work. Like, Right. I don't have to see him to know he's there. Yeah. 
and he might not be there. He might and, be somewhere else. And, and as you're sitting there, screens kind of pop up in your AR. And he says, I've already tapped into the local grid to see what we can see. And he kind of gives you a schematic of the building like an overhead. He's like, I've got a spotter drone. So anyway, he says, I was going to go ahead and send two drones in to get like a uh, initial recon of the area. Once I've got them inside, we can move you to go in and tr- retrieve her at least where I can pinpoint where her signal went dark. So you can at least start to look there. Okay. So a few moments later, you're getting through your AR, you're getting like a heads up display of essentially he's put spotter drones all around and he's got bug drones that have crawled in through like the air ducts and stuff Mm -hmm. to kind of give you a schematical view. So you're almost looking at like a 3D model of hallways and shit like that. You know, like a movie where it would like top down, you'd see the two towers of the building and then it would like, it like circles around and kind of gives you a, a midpoint through one of the towers and it kind of beacon goes doop. And he says, that's where you need to go. Okay. Um, and every once in a while, I feel like I'm being like, oh, can I get a close up of like this? Like, you know, so okay. I get more information based on whatever bullshit I'm going to do. And, yeah. And it, it, I, it, you could tell that it annoys the piss out of him that you're doing this because he's like, okay, fine. Because it's like you're asking these questions and he's literally just about to pop it up. As you're getting ready to go, he's like, okay, I can get you. There's a couple of ways that we can do this. All right. And he kind of shows you. So you know kind of where in the building you need to go. Now it's a matter of getting you in. Mm-hmm. All right. He says there's a couple of ways that we can do this. Well, there's three technically. The first way is I could drop you on the roof or you could go in through a maintenance hatch and go in through the bottom. Or I could blow up the wall, drive into the parking area and start shooting shit. I think the blowing up the wall will be plan F. F. Yeah. As in first? No. Let's try and be stealthy if we can. You can do that? Of course I can, Klon. How many times have I snuck out of the house? That I didn't know? Zero. Nah, there's been at least five times that you didn't know about. Mm-hmm. Guarantee. You think? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Okay, so I have a bunch of really cool rope things, so I'm going to go with the roof down, yes. I think. All right, he says, all right, Prime Runner, here we go. What I want you to do, he says, I'm opening up the back. There's a backpack. It's two straps. You'll see them. They'll, they're they're right there. There's a, It's a silver pack. Just put it on. Okay, Redbird. All right. He kind of went, uh, okay. <laughs> what do you want me to call you? Probably Eris is best for now, just in case anyone taps in. He says, Eris, really? <sighs> Listen, it's not with an H. It's like the Greek goddess. <laughs> okay. Put the backpack on, Eris. I put it on. <laughs> He gives you like a 10 second countdown and you feel it start to like lift you up a little bit. And Mm -hmm. then it goes and fires you straight up into the air at about 15 feet up. Two retractable wings pop out and it jets you straight up into the air and then cuts and then starts gliding you down towards the roof. You went and it was like you almost. Well, actually, no, let's do this. Let's do this. Okay, what am I doing? Let's do. Body plus strength. Ooh, can I do athletics instead? Yes, you may. <laughs> okay. Because what this is, is you go from ground to about 300 feet in a matter of seconds. So you go basically just under the speed of sound. 
That would snap her neck off. This backpack actually has supports and oh, things good. like that. It's not just a like not just a small pack. It actually does support like your head and things like that, so you don't snap your neck. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That's good to know. That's dope. I got a non-zero amount of successes. Well, that was four successes oh, until go. I mm-hmm. fat fingered. I saw. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. So you do not pass out. Nailed it. So it launches you into the air. You start to glide. Like I said, you're several blocks away. So you start to glide down and very slight adjustments are being made to the the wings. Not a whole – not any like propulsion or anything like that that like generates any energy. But just – and he's – so he's remotely controlling this to get you to descend to the roo- one of the roofs. Once you get to the roof, you're about – maybe 10 feet above the roof as you're like coasting over it. It's not landing. It's just going. And then all of a sudden the straps go tunk, tunk, and drop you. Oh yeah. I'm and ready now you for have to it. Make a, now you have to make a athletics check again. Yay. Tuck and roll, baby. That is two successes there you this go. time. Okay. So you don't land perfectly, but you certainly don't hurt yourself. Uh, it's enough where you, you do tuck and roll, but you may like, Roll, then side roll, then skid a little bit, but that's about it. I brush off my pants like I didn't on purpose and like I looked cooler than I did. Right. Uh, When one of the straps detached, there is a small metallic, like almost like a button that stayed on your uniform or whatever you're wearing. Mm. Your, no, it a, it's like it? it's like a fucking Armani suit. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> it's it's okay. technically it's um Is it a chameleon suit. Yep, right. that's the one. So it's a chameleon suit. Yeah, but, but you like... allowed me to have it look like an actual suit. Okay. All right. So anyway, yes, it's a it's a bug locked onto you, so that way Claude can keep track of where you are and things like that. Yeah. Um, and also communicate with you. All right, you are now on the roof. The last location, what looked like it was, because these two towers are roughly like 40 levels high. Mm-hmm. And Azalea's dock wagon ping last was on like level like 31. So relatively high up. Okay. So how this building is, that it's kind of a weird looking plus sign. It's like the Chevy symbol. So I'm going to go to one of the corners where the, the Chevy symbol Mm-hmm. Middle, because like if there's windows to this mm-hmm. balcony, there's probably not in the very corner uh-huh. of it. Yep. So I'm going to use my grappling gun. Okay. And, and have... this is on the side where Azalea's last signal was. Yes. Floors and floors down. Okay. Yep. So I'm going to use my grappling hook gun and I'm going to down and I'm going to rappel down. All right. Are you rappelling down to the balcony below or are you going down to the actual floor where she was? So right now, I'm just going to go to the balcony below so I can get a better look at the rest of the building. Okay. You you rappel down to the balcony below, just like on you know, like on the other side of the rail. So you're not like you're not like coming down right in the middle of their window. Right. I'm going in the in the corner, like where there's wall and wall. Right. So you descend down to this balcony. And then I'm going to like hug the wall. There you like. go. So and you can see that the Balcony, you know, it has it's inset, so it has the balcony that sticks out, and then it's inset a bit, and then there's uh, windows, and these windows, a lot of them have been boarded up. Oh, okay, great. And but there's a, a center, like a center uh, glass door that is open, like sliding door that is open, and the first thing you notice is 
there is a very acrid stench coming from this like balcony apartment, like chemical acrid stench. All right, I'm going to put on a respirator. <laughs> okay, all right, you put on your respirator. You're in the corner. You see that's, that most of the windows have been boarded up because a lot of them are cracked or broken. But this sliding glass door is like most of the way open, and you can smell this stench as you're coming down. So you put on your your respirator, and now you're kind of in this corner, and you look to the south, and you can see, because this is the south-facing side of the building, and as you're there on this side, you can see that the parking area, the south parking lot and whatnot, is right up against the barrier of the CZ. Noted for later. Does this penthouse seem like it's empty based on... No, you can hear people. You can hear okay, like so voices, not real loud, but uh, <laughs> certainly muffled voices and people moving around. Does the chemical smell like... Is it, it's like someone's like cooking drugs, right? Don't you have knowledge drugs? drugs? Oh, yeah. I totally have knowledge drugs. Of course you do. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yes, the answer to your question is yes, they are clearly cooking some sort of narcotic here. All right. Uh, so, so, yes, there is definitely something cooking here. You're not really sure what it is. It's not like they're cooking meth. It's not, it's not anything you've ever experienced before. Okay. So, it's probably screaming. All right. right. So, okay, so you've never actually experienced Screamer. Yeah. So at, as you're sitting there, you, you smell whatever, you know, the, the smell of it, and then you put on your respirator so you clearly can't smell it anymore. Yeah, obviously. Uh, but what it does is the cooking of it leaves this lingering smell in your nose. Like you, It's like you need to blow your nose and get rid of it. Mm-hmm, yeah. But it's like this really super sweet smell. And you and Eris likes sweet stuff. Oh boy, does she! But it's it's so sweet that you're like able to taste it still, even though you and you were only exposed to it for a few seconds. Yeah. Um. All right. So I'm gonna continue peeping down these windows. All right. So you look down, and the windows are mostly just dark. Okay. Is there any other foothold, basically? Every uh, floor has at least a little bit of a balcony. It's not much. Maybe enough to maybe hold a hibachi or something or, you know, like a satellite dish to clamp onto or something like that. Yeah, you could definitely stand on it, you know, put your feet on it and stand on it. Okay. And are the windows all set like how you would expect them? Like I can go down Mm -hmm. this straight path here down the corner and not be Not be, yes. Okay. I'm going to rappel down. Okay. All right. Uh, And you've got your heads up display kind of like giving you like the, you know, schematic as you're going. So you can see the beacon because what Claude did was the last known location, he kind of put a pin in it so you Mm -hmm. can see exactly like through the walls and things like that, you know, virtually and so you get down to the level where you see that her is it is she on an outside apartment or it looks more of an inside like an, well it could be an inside apartment or it could just be an inside part of a, a larger apartment but you know just you know basic knowledge of apartment buildings the lower you go the smaller the actual ones are until you get like to the more premium ones mm-hmm. down to the uh, when this was originally built, it was built as a luxury hotel, and then it just kind of went. That to explains shit. the balconies. 
many, many years ago, there was a gentrification movement and they tried to open up uh, this two tower premium hotel in this part. Just it was I mean, it was within, you know, a couple of miles of downtown. So, you know, you'd mm-hmm. think that it would do well, but uh, it did not. Uh, as you're going down, you get to the point where you are certain that you are at the same level where she was last known to be. Okay. Not like getting out of my uh, repelling stuff. I'm just going to kind of like peek in this apartment. Okay. Peeking in, uh, you see that you have kind of an obstructed view because uh, there's something sitting in front of this window. So you can kind of see into this apartment. It doesn't look like there's much in here. It looks like maybe the, it might be for storage or something because there's just kind of stuff on the ground. Dope. Okay. So there's not people? No, there's no one in here. All right. Um, so, claw- well, I would kind of be able to see, like, what technology, like, if there's, like, going to be an alarm on this window sort of thing. Oh, I got you. No, there's no alarm on this window. Okay. Um, is the window unlocked? Um, no, as a matter of fact, the window is broken. All right. Yep. So, I still have... I'm, like, going to get on the little balcony at this mm-hmm. point since mm-hmm. there's not anyone in there. Right. And I'm going to, like... There's some trash. looks like there's some, like, old, like, uh, uh burger bags and stuff like that. And you see, like, um, there are some, like... It's it's weird because there looks like there's some old uh, or just, um, like, cruddy-looking inhalers just laying about. Do they look like they are actually prescribed inhalers or reused they they look like (laughs) repurposed yes they look like they're repurposed inhalers in that where the normal canister is for the inhaler that you would pop into the top has been replaced by a glass tube and there's a little spout on there which appears to be where you use some sort of igniter or something like that all right um so i'm gonna kind of like get a look at it so like so you get a yeah. still of it yeah yeah um and i'm gonna tell Claude. I'm, I'm gonna be like all right so i made it to the floor she's on the lots of drugs happening in this building redbird mm-hmm. yeah, he says uh the fuck was she doing there probably drugs i don't actually know i have no idea what she's doing here well let's get her out of here yep Then we uh, notice movement. Oh, hey. Hey. Hey, Biner, are you okay? Um, well, actually, no. We finish our handshake. Yeah, we finish our handshake. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> no, no, no. Because we don't. Unless you say something, are we going to notice right away? Yeah, no. What's up? <sighs> Check on Dr. Singh. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go on in. Hey, doc, doc. All right. Dr. Singh kind of, her eyes kind of flutter for a moment. And, and she looks at you and she says, I had the weirdest dream. What? Are you how, how are you feeling? What kind of dream? Uh, my nose is stuffy and yeah, maybe my maybe mouth tastes here, disgusting. I've got some I've got some tissues right here. I've got some high chew. I've also got spearmint gum. All right, and then you hear Benny say, "Don't take the spearmint gum, Mom. It sucks." All right, and she's like, "Benny," he's like, "Yeah, I'm here." And she nods and she says, "So 
we we're successful. And she, she looks around like, where are we? Uh, Maybe I shouldn't know, right? Don't worry about it right now, okay? And who are they? And she points at the t- the two. They're uh, they're helping us. Oh, okay. Don't worry about them. Okay. Okay. All they're right. they're my friends. We're here to keep you safe. <laughs> yep. Okay. I I I trust you. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna text Collateral and say go check on Binary. I'll yeah. Handle things out of she's here. she's got her like knees curled up to her chest and she's got her head like down and buried in her arms and she's still just crying. Um. Yeah. Collateral's gonna sit down next to her, and rub your back a little bit in like a circle motion. Hey, are you you are you okay? What happened? We I couldn't I couldn't crack it. I couldn't get through. And so I I reached out to Mary and whatever was in Dr. Singh's head was it had it had the same symbol that we saw at the gym where we found Mary and the the symbol it 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 translated to unity. That's what that's yeah. what Vanessa said. Joe's expression immediately sours. Mary took it. She she took it all. She, I don't know that she's going to make it. <laughs> oh my god. Um this could be really bad. Like I'm not I would like for Mary to be safe because she took on something very big and I I would like for her safety, but also we don't know what that's going to like what if that does the same thing that happened? It was me or her, or Dr. Singh would have died. It was feeding off of her, Joe. It was, whatever was in her head was feeding off of Dr. Singh. I just keep, I'm, I'm glad that it's not, I'm glad that it's not you. But I can't stop thinking about something that Mama Candy said to me. That's a kid. What was I supposed to do? She, she said that she, she made it out like, this was her purpose, almost. I think we've been relying on Mary too much. And I think that, no, no, it's all of us. We've all gotten really lazy. And I think I think we need to figure out what's happening and try to resolve this. Because I, you know, while I don't love the circumstances that we found Mary, that's still a kid. And I want her to be safe and healthy. But I also don't want another one of whatever the fuck was down there yeah. running around. Then we need to... We need to... After this is wrapped up, we need to focus on that. Could I sense Mary's persona in Matrix Land? You want to call her again? Yeah. Okay. No answer. <laughs> no! <laughs> I call Mama Candy. Okay. Well, I mean, there's no signals there. Yeah, you can't. I can't. I'm all powerful. I That's call true. Mama Candy. That's true. I'll spend my fucking plot point to do it if I have to. All right. Well, uh, as of right now, now now that uh, things are kind of resolved or whatever, um, Jack's like, we need to go because it, yeah, uh, if sure, we stay sure. here, the, I mean, it'll only be a matter of time before they dig that stuff out. Right, right, right. Well, I mean, also, hopefully, is her signal still going? The dock wagon signal? She's awake now, so. Uh, yeah, now that she's, uh, no, she she actually, when she wakes up, she actually deactivates the, Tight. she puts her, like, her thumbprint on the wristband and, like, turns it off. Sweet action. They're fine. But, yeah, we, we, should, should, we, we shouldn't stay we here. Should um, here, uh, you guys, 
Like, are you coming with us or are you, you got other shit to do? He kind of motions towards the, he's like, well, if you want out, well, I can show you the way out. Yeah, for sure. You could, if you want, um, you know, I can introduce you to Sam. I do kind of want to know who I owe a favor to. But um, most of all, I want to make sure that these folks get out of here safe. Yeah. So uh, I don't know what the hell is going on in that truck over there, but um, seems well, well, dire. Why don't I take Dr. Singh and Benny to the safe house? That way we're there because we're running short on time at this How point. How about you guys? You guys both go. I can stay okay. here and because... I'll, 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 I can, I can take this heat. That's fine. Okay. If you're sure. Yeah. I'm going to beat up a couple teenagers. Nah. Red Jack and I are best friends. So like, Buddies. We're buddies. We have a handshake now. All of us have a handshake We now. have handshakes. Right. Meanwhile, right, Val so, has been sobbing in the car. So Red Jack is going to show you a way to get out so that mm-hmm. way you can go your separate yeah, I'm ways. Gonna, is there going to be a way to get my car out of here eventually? It's probably going to be. How the fuck are we going to carry? No, we're just going to leave them in there. Yeah, no, we'll leave them in there. And after an hour, I'll drop the spells. It'll be fine. Yeah, cool. Uh, I'm going to strip anything that I have in my car that's identifiable and just put it like in my bag. That's going to look so bad on Ryan. (laughs) It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Don't worry about it. Um, Yeah. So I like. And obviously it doesn't have any like. Doesn't have a VIN number or anything like that. You can report it stolen too. Yeah, maybe I'll do that. <laughs> I like how the whole. I'm so sorry. I like how the whole planning. We were trying to find a way not to fuck over Rhino, and now we got some. <laughs> really it's gonna be fine. Yeah, I'll, I'll report it stolen. <laughs> okay. Uh, it would almost eventually less, once we get out of here. It would almost look less bad if we killed them. <laughs> <laughs> God, uh, like is is uh, Benny able to get out? Yes. Okay. Cool. Yeah. They, uh, they're like, oh no, it. Um, we'll go this way. There's actually um, there's an old hotel that has a an elevator. Ah, oh, dope. Nice. You guys are the best. He's like, um, he goes, yeah. Um, you know, we uh, the Sarans, they uh, we we run the underground, and uh, there's a lot of places that. Uh, Lone Star doesn't even know about down oh. here. Well, I mean, Lone Star doesn't know dick about shit, so. Dick about shit. Love it. All right, so they uh, they lead you into this old hotel, mm-hmm. and it's just this old rundown hotel, and there's an elevator, like I said, the, like a service elevator. They take you up, and you come out into this, uh, the ground floor, and mm-hmm. you see there are a couple of uh, orcs and trolls kind of mingling about. Mm-hmm. And one of them, one of the trolls comes walking up and he looks like he's probably the, the biggest of the bunch as he comes walking up and he holds out his hands and he says, so which one of you owes me? That'd be me, friend. Let's maybe go have a talk. All right. He says, he holds out his hand, like to shake your hand. He says, Samson. Jet. He says, uh, my, uh, my friend here says that, uh, you, uh, a hot shit runner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure am. How come I ain't never heard of you? Because I'm good at my job. All right. And then you hear a couple of uh, the others kind of go, gotcha there. Ooh. Yeah. He looks at Collateral and says, you look familiar. Yeah. I've I've been around. And he kind of squints for a minute. He says, 
Max's gym. That's where I saw you. Oh, you frequent Max's? I work out there sometimes. Oh. Oh, yeah. You're always over there uh, pumping on the... Uh, oh, fuck. What, what's a future name for a Bowflex? A f- Bowflex. Future Bowflex. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see you on the future Bowflex a lot. <laughs> All right. And he shakes his head and he says, uh, no, I pump iron. <laughs> nice. And then the others, you hear a couple of others like laughing. He kind of looks over at him and goes, "I pump iron." <laughs> and he says, "Yeah, you're the uh, you're the guy with uh, you're the you're the you're with the guy um, the dwarf." Yeah. Is he uh, is he looking for any other fighters? You interested in fighting for him? Maybe. Well, it just so happens that there might be a vacancy available. All right, and then uh, Jack says. You've never won a fight. And he's like, shut up. All it takes is a practice and uh, training. Kmore uh, is a, a really good coach. Mm. Okay. You'll introduce me? I will, yeah. All right. He kind of shrugs and he says, favor resolved. Hell yeah, dude. Well, Easy peasy. Yeah, uh, you seem like a good guy to know. Can I get your comm? All right. And he kind of goes, really? <laughs> All right. And then uh, that's when uh, Jack's like, oh, man. Oh, man. Jack, you know me, wheeling and dealing, wheeling and dealing. All right. He's, um, Sam's like, yeah, sure. No problem. He gives you his comm number. He goes, that's direct. I'll send him a text. And uh, you see, face. you see, he's got like, uh, he's got um, gang tattoos and, and mm-hmm. you know, like double sleeves of, of gang oh, tattoos. What kind, what kind of it, it, Sauron's? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And just with your gang knowledge, you can tell some of the marks, like the leadership marks, are super fresh. Oh, oh, I see. Oh, this kid. He's kind of got a baby face. Oh, I like that. Okay, never mind. So, yeah, he's, uh, I mean, he's clearly of age, Mm -hmm. but he's one of those where it looks like he hasn't really, like, lost his baby fat yet. Right, 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 right. So um, maybe he's, like... Yeah, he's got like a, a little bit of a dirt stash going. Ah, yeah. So in that case, Jed is looking on thick. All right. Yeah, and and you see a couple of the hangers on are a little bit jealous. You see, like some of the some of the girls are like the, the younger girls especially are like, <sighs> damn, they're jelly. <laughs> That's fine. So, um, you need some protection. You need some. You know, are you out of job? And he looks at uh, Benny and and the doctor, like because clearly they don't. You know, they're Mad, they're, yeah. they're not matching what you, your look. So, well, uh, we might need a little transportation. Do we? Do we need transportation? I mean, we just need to get out of here. Yeah, we need to. We need to get to the house. Yeah, yeah. I so we should beeline it there. But like. Would we be able to take the Bramalam with Benny's wheelchair? We don't have. Or... Oh. Yeah, probably fit it. Yeah. Yeah. But where is the Bramalam? Uh, it's it's by uh, what's it called? It's by the school. It was at yeah, Hubbard. No, that's right. Back at yeah, Hubbard. It's, it's back at Hubbard. So right. that's a minute. That's a minute oh, away. You could you could dog brain it back to where. Yeah, it's not. It's not hard. Okay. No, I think we just need some place to chill for for a yeah. minute. You mind if we hang here? Mikasa Sukasa. I can give you some pointers. Yeah, yeah, let's uh, let's scrap a little. We we <laughs> spar listen. a little, you know. 
All right. So yeah, you're he. So yeah, yeah. And he, you you show him a few pointers, and he has no form. He's had no like formal training or anything. You recognized him only after he mentioned that he'd been there, but he had completely like blended into the background. You, oh I mean, yeah. He's certainly not. He, you've never sparred against him. You've never seen him fight. He's just one of those that's been kind of lingering around the 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 mm-hmm. gym, but really hasn't like had the stones to step up and be like. Can can I do this? Yeah. So um, does he? Um, I mean, I've done this for a while. I would consider myself an expert in boxing at this point. Um, does he have any like natural talent for it, or is he pretty green? Let's do it this way. He certainly he's he's unrefined mm-hmm. for sure. Oh, definitely. One means this this guy's a turd. He's basically <laughs> not even good enough to spar against. Oh like, god. And a six would be he's a diamond in the rough. Okay. Let's hope. Three. He's okay. He's he's decent. He's, de- he's good enough to, you know, probably maybe not make a living at it, but he's certainly good enough to, you know, he might win some, he may lose some. Yeah, he, that, it would be like um um like a hobby, hobbyist right. bouts. Okay. Right. Yeah. But you can tell just the way he's talking, he thinks he's good enough or he wants to be good enough to be a pro. Oh. Hey, man, anything's anything's possible if you're willing to put the work in. Um, he's but, like, you think tra- uh, k would train me, though? Uh, I th- I think k would be interested in. Because he's like a legend, you know. Is he? <laughs> you No. Yeah, I mean, clearly he's not. Uh Oh yeah, I mean he's a legend at Max's. Yeah, oh yeah, he's he's at Max's all the times. Yeah, I've I've watched him train you a couple of times. I, you know, trying to pick up some things here and there and mm-hmm. stuff. You know, well, so. you know, the best way to get the best way to get better is to practice with people who are just a little bit better than you. So if hmm. you go to the gym, um, get some of the guys that might be just a little bit out of your your reach um, in terms of. Like being able to win, uh, but if you if you bout with them a couple of times, you really do pick up a lot of a lot of pointers and technique. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Well, thanks. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah. And uh, then right about that time, after you've like done whatever and you know hung out for a little bit, you see the Bramalam pull up. Wait, hold on a minute. Are we outside of the tunnel at this point? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. Because you said that pulled up, and I was still thinking that we were in the tunnel. No, no. Where, you, where, you where, took the wait a minute. How did it drive in? We're no, in a you, hotel took the, lobby. you took the elevator. That's right. And, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Um, when we get enough signal, I try to call Mama Candy. Okay, yeah. Girl, where you been? Candy. I, I'm i so sorry. A lot of shit has gone down. Um, where's Mary? She's sleeping. Can you check on her, please? Okay, sure. You Is everything okay? I don't. You I don't, hear her walking. I don't know. Um, just, just, just right. check on her. Okay. Yeah. 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 Mary. Mary, baby. Mary, wake up. Mary, she, she won't wake up. Val, I don't think she's breathing. No. And then she's like, I gotta go, and she hangs up. for listening to this episode of Resting Glitch Face. Theme music by Synthesk. Background music by Machinima Sound.
outro music by Super Boink. Edited by Chris Hussey. Produced by Eric Osley. Shadowrun is property of Catalyst Game Labs. Resting Glitchface is property of Side Tangent Productions.